Hello, creative, and welcome to the Where Dreams Are Made podcast. My name is Nadia Bernardi, writer and creative, here to help you on your online business journey. This is a special place to guide you on how to align your mind, business, and spirit. Every Manifest Monday, I'll bring you new episodes to help you with taking steps towards making your dreams a reality. So sit back, relax, and soak up some inspiration into your life and business. Hello, creative, and welcome back to the Where Dreams Are Made podcast. I hope you're doing well in this new month of this new year and that you feel called to create and that you've been moving forward in the different projects and ideas that you want to move forward in. But if by chance you are still feeling a little stuck, you still feel as though you have tons of ideas and you're not really sure what direction to take in this new year, then this episode is for you. I've been really wanting to share this information with you because I know what it feels like creative to want to start something, feeling called to start something, but being all over the place and having so many ideas and not really knowing where to get started. So I want to talk about that today and really walk you through a process that has helped me tremendously throughout my, I would say, struggle, even though I don't necessarily want to use that word, but it does feel like a struggle. When you have tons of ideas, it feels like a struggle. And I don't know if anyone has ever said this to you before, and I know I've mentioned it in my podcast, but I first want you to remember that having tons of ideas is a strength. Ideation is a strength. And I did not realize this for a really long time. At first, I thought ideas were part of my creativity. It was this positive thing. But then when I found myself not able to move forward, I started to really think of ideas and ideation as being a weakness. And it was something that I would sort of, I guess, fight against. And I wouldn't really let my ideas flow because I felt like I had to pick my one thing. And you know, if you're in the process of wanting to start something in the online space, that it's all about picking your niche and picking your one thing and picking your focus. And that's how you become successful. And that's how you build and grow and and get people to follow you and all these things. But how has that been working for you so far, creative? As a multi-passionate creative, multi-talented, lots of interests, lots of ideas, how has the concept of picking your one thing, picking your niche, How has that been helping you so far? Because if you understand the concept of picking a niche and you still feel as though you can't figure it out, it's time to start thinking about it in a completely different way. Because picking your niche is not serving you at this time. And that's okay. And I know, like I said, everyone talks about that in the online business. You have to pick your niche, your one thing. But if you can't pick your one thing, if it's been more than a week, several weeks, months, years even, and you cannot pick your niche, then that direction is no longer serving you. And you need to move into a new direction. And I know that sounds crazy. It sounds wild. It's like, what do you mean? You can't pick a niche. That's what everyone says. You have to pick a niche. I'm telling you, creative, get that out of your head. Let's not, let's not focus on picking your niche right now. Let's focus on our ideas. 
And first, focus on the fact that having lots of ideas is a strength. It's amazing that you have tons of ideas. Some people can't even come up with one idea. It's incredible that you're a creative, that you're multi-passionate, that you have lots of things to share and to gift to the world. Your ideas are your gifts and you can share them with the world and stop focusing on picking your one thing. And I want you to do something that might seem a little unconventional. I want you to focus on taking the path of least resistance by really looking at all these ideas that you have And taking action on all of your ideas. And you might be thinking, well, how am I going to do that? How am I going to take action on tons and tons of ideas? I can't do that all at once. You might be feeling this initial, like, it feels a little overwhelming. Or it feels as though you might be wasting time. That comes up a lot where we think, well, if I don't pick a niche and I start taking action on all these random ideas, I'm wasting time. But the reality is, creative, is that you're wasting time by not taking action of all on all these different ideas. So I want you to take action on all these ideas. And I want you to start thinking of all these ideas as part of you, as part of your personal brand, that these are all pieces of you that you're going to be sharing. And it does not matter if they all fit into a specific box that ties into a niche. So for example, say... Say you're an artist and a creative and you're really skilled at watercolor and you want to share, give people tips and insights on how to start watercoloring. That's one of your gifts. But you also love to cook and you love to bake. Feel called to start something that has to do with food and baking and helping people be able to create beautiful meals and things of that nature. But then you also feel called to do something about online business and teaching people about online business. Maybe you're really tech savvy and you feel called to teach people how to maybe manage their social media. And then maybe you love kids and you maybe you're a mom and you want to be able to help people in the mom space, in the parenting space and give tips in that way. And all of these things do not connect to each other. They're all different random things. They, they're all niches in themselves. But these are, you know, a handful of your ideas on top of these other random different ideas that you have as well. And instead of taking action on one of them because you don't know which one to really pick because you love all of them, you stay stuck in this situation of trying to pick your niche and trying to decide which one and not taking action. Or maybe you are taking action on one and it doesn't feel like the right right fit, but you know you have to pick a niche in order to grow and build an audience online. So you just keep going down the path even though it doesn't feel right to you. If this feels like you creative, I want you to keep listening because so many of us as multi-passionates struggle with this, especially when it comes to starting something online. We feel so pulled to start these random things and we don't know which random thing to start and we don't know how to take action because they're not in the same niche. So I want you to think about your online business instead of thinking about it as a business and a brand and this one service or this one focus that you're going to give to your audience in order to grow and to connect with people. I want you to think about your online presence in the sense of personal branding, in the sense of you. 
and your message and your interests and how you're going to connect yourself to your audience. And you don't necessarily know how you're going to do that yet because you most likely don't have an audience. Maybe you do have an audience. If you do have an audience, then this would really help you to really get clear on how you want to connect with your audience. Because if you're feeling as though you're not in the right direction and you should be going, then I want you to really look at your audience and really look at what have they been resonating with you so far. And if you don't feel like what you're sharing is the right thing, then you can start to test things out slowly. You can start to kind of put other things out there to see how else you can connect with your audience. But if you're in the beginning stages and you don't have an audience yet, then I don't want you to think about how to connect with your audience based on this one niche. I want you to start by connecting with your audience based on all the different interests that you have. And the reason why I want you to start this way is because this is how you get clear on that sweet spot, which is what you're willing to talk about over and over and over again. Because once you get to the business side of it and you do hone in on your niche, this thing that you've picked as your main focus for your business, you're going to have to talk about this till you're blue in the face. It's not like you just put it out there and create this business And then everyone knows and that's it. You're going to have to keep marketing yourself. You're going to keep positioning yourself as this this main focus. And you're going to be talking about it for years and years and years and years to come until you decide to either maybe move on from the business or sell the business. But this is going to be your thing. And you're not going to know what that thing is if you're multi-passionate. If there's tons of different things that you love and that you like to talk about, you're not going to know what that one thing is that you're going to want to talk about for years to come for it to be your main focus until you start taking the path of least resistance and connecting with people on all of these different interests that you have. And I know that that sounds very unconventional because everyone says you have to pick that one thing and focus on it, but you can't do that as a multi-passionate creative because you don't have one thing. You have tons of things. And like I said in the beginning, if you've been going through this process of trying to pick your one thing for years, months, more than a week, you're not going to be able to get there by keep trying to brainstorm and picking your one thing. You're going to get there by taking action on all your different ideas and seeing what feels right through the process of sharing your thoughts and your interests with the world. And after you go through this process of sharing these interests with people, you can start to see what resonates the most. And like I said, it doesn't matter if it's all over the place. In the beginning, especially if you don't have an audience yet, you're not gonna have a lot of people following you anyway. So this whole concept of like confusing your audience or you know, positioning yourself to be known as a specific thing and then changing directions, in the beginning when you're new to this, that doesn't matter because you're not gonna have a huge following. You're not gonna have a lot of people paying attention to what you're doing. This is the perfect time to test and to experiment all your ideas because you're you're able to. You haven't picked your, your main business yet. So I want you to think about the way that you're sharing your thoughts and your content and whatever service or product that you want to offer with the world connected directly to your personal brand, which is your interest, which is what you want to be eventually known for. And you're going to start to create this content and reverse engineer it. So once you create the content, you start sharing your thoughts, you start getting some feedback, you start seeing 
what people are resonating with, then you can start to connect. What am I even enjoying creating? Because that's another thing creative. You might have tons of ideas, but once you start creating, like for example, say you start creating content around cooking and baking and you love baking and you've thought about creating a business around teaching other people to bake or giving people tips on baking. But when you start creating that content, you realize you don't enjoy it. You don't actually want that to be your focus. And maybe you're not really getting the response that you thought you were going to get as well. But you start sharing your tips and insights around watercolor and painting and sharing your art and you love it and you love the process of talking about it and you could talk about it every day for years and years and years and people are resonating with you. But you wouldn't have known that if you didn't start creating the content. And you wouldn't have known that you wanted to do the watercolor niche more than the baking niche until you started creating the content around both of these different ideas. And I want you to start there, creative. I want you to start with creating the random different ideas, putting it out there, and then reverse engineering it. That is really the sweet spot for creative entrepreneurs. It's not about picking your niche and going from there. Picking your niche and going from there when you have tons of ideas is like banging your head against the wall because you're never going to feel like you're creating the content you're supposed to be creating. You're always going to be thinking, I don't know if this is the right thing. Maybe I should have tried that other thing. Maybe I should do this, that, and and that other idea. You're always going to be in that state because you need to work through all these ideas in order to figure out which idea you need to focus your business on. So once you work through this process of creating content on these different ideas, you'll start to connect all your interests into your personal brand. So I'm going to use myself as an example so you can kind of get a little bit more insight at what I mean about personal branding. So for me personally, when I started in the online space, I was a freelance graphic and web designer. Everyone knows me as a, as a graphic designer. Most people who reach out to me want me to create websites. And I was doing that on the side. I was running a business with my husband. But I felt as though I wanted to start something in the online space. And I didn't necessarily want it to be around building websites for people. I wanted it to be something else. And so I first started with a blog. And it initially started as just a blog to keep family and friends uh, up to date on our lives here in Hawaii, where we live. If you didn't know, if you're new to my podcast, we live in Hawaii. We don't have any family here. And I wanted to keep them updated. And as I started creating this blog, I realized I wanted to turn it into something more. And so I took the path of least resistance and I started talking about family travel and tips for visiting Hawaii because I get tons of questions. I still do. I just actually got a question yesterday from a friend who wants to come visit. People are always asking me about visiting Maui, where to stay, what to do. And because I had a daughter and we also traveled, I created a whole blog around family travel. As I was creating this content, I started to feel as though this wasn't really what I wanted my business to be. I didn't necessarily want to be a family travel blogger, but I had this idea. I took action on it. I worked through it and I did it for about a year or so. And I started to feel like it was forced, like it just wasn't what I wanted to do. But I do love travel. It is a big part of my life living here in Hawaii, but it wasn't my main focus. And so travel... And living in Hawaii has become part of my personal brand. 
People know that I live here for the most part. People know that I love to travel, especially because I work online. And even though it wasn't my main focus and I didn't want to be a family travel blogger, I did want that to be an aspect of the way I I positioned myself online and and shared my story with the world. So it it became an aspect, but not the main focus. So after I went through the process of sharing family travel blogging, I started to move more into really connecting back to myself because I felt as though I was really looking externally for the answer because we know as starting a business, of course, we want to start a business based on what other people are willing to pay for. But the thing is, you can't get so lost in only looking at the market. Because if you're only looking at the market and not looking internally, that's another reason why you're feeling stuck. Because you're you're feeling like you have to pick this niche and that you need to pick this focus based on what the market wants. And really, you need to align those two things. And so I realized this after I went through my process of creating my blog that I was really only looking external and I had to look internal. And that's when I went through my whole process of having my spiritual awakening and going through really mindset work and really the whole process and realization that we are in control of our realities. We create our realities and really we can find a way to connect with others by connecting back to ourselves. And so I got really into mindset work and that's what helped me to create my business Working Woo to help other people through this whole process of really finding the work that lights them up, how that relates back to you and how you can use that to help other people. And so mindset and spirituality became part of my personal brand, part of what I wanted to share with the world. But as I was developing my business work in Woo, I realized that really my main focus and what I wanted to do was help people start that business. I really wanted to help people create that dream business, create that idea and make it into a reality to take action on it. And so through my process of taking action and starting different online businesses and playing around with different ideas, I created this, I would say a triangle is how I sort of see it, of my personal brand, which has to do with online business because that's my background. That's what I'm known for. I'm known for building websites and having a background graphic web design, working online from home, being an entrepreneur. That's what I'm known for. But I'm also liked for my lifestyle living in Hawaii and sharing tips about living in Hawaii and travel. And that really connects back to the fact that I work online from home, that I can live anywhere, that I can travel to wherever I want to travel to. But at the same time, I'm also trusted for my mindset tips and my tips on connecting back with your spirit and how you can create a business based on what you're truly supposed to be sharing with the world by connecting back to yourself, by not just only looking external, but also looking internal. And so those became sort of the three points of my personal brand, which make up my business work and woo. My main focus is to help people create their online business. That's my main business. 
but I also share more of the lifestyle, more of the personal, more of the living on Maui, more of the travel because I get to work online from home. And then I also relate it back to mindset and connecting back with your spirit because that's really how you get there. You can't get there by just starting a business and starting, you know, picking a niche and launching it. It has to connect back back to you in some way. And so those are the three areas of my personal brand. Of course, I have lots of other interests, lots of other sub, I would say, you know, sub interests that I could share as part of my personal brand. But those are the main three areas that I focus on. And that's how I was able to get back to my niche, which is ultimately online business. But I couldn't get there by just launching a business, helping people start their websites. I had to go through the process because I am a multi-passionate creative and so are you. If you're listening to this, if you've been following me, you're also a multi-passionate creative and you cannot get there by starting with the one thing. You need to get there creative by creating these different ideas and these different interests and that will ultimately lead you to getting clarity on your personal brand which are going to have aspects of your personality that you're going to share. You're going to usually, for the most part, I would say three to five uh, things, aspects of your personal brand that you're going to be sharing with the online space. And then that's going to help guide you to your business. And if you have felt inhibited in a way, if you have felt like you have to pick this one thing and it's felt very forced to you, then I hope me sharing this concept with you is opening yourself up to making a commitment to yourself that it's okay to release that and that you can create random different things. And it's okay if it's not in the same niche. We have to stop forcing ourselves into a niche. You can't force it creative. And if you've been trying to pick a niche forever, for a really long time, for longer than you'd like to admit, it's because you're trying to force your niche. And you need to pick your niche through your creativity. And you might not have heard this concept before. This might seem very sort of, you know, the opposite of what every other online person is telling you. But it is the way to figure out what your business is. You have to take action on these ideas. You can't just like keep them inside because you'll forever be thinking about, should I be taking action on this, on this thing? And if you started a business so far and it's, you're still feeling like you have too many ideas, it's because you, you need to take action. You need to work through these ideas. If you've been following me on the work and woo Instagram, which I invite you to do, I've been running polls lately. And really surveying my audience because I want to see what you have to say. And one of the questions I asked this past week was, do you currently own an online business? Because I was curious, you know, how many people follow me own an online business? And if you don't own an online business, is it because you feel stuck? Is it because you have too many ideas? So it was either, yes, I own an online business and I love it, or not yet because I have too many ideas. And Over 90% of the people that responded to the poll said, not yet, I have too many ideas, which I found very interesting. So I went to the profiles of these people that voted, because if you ever run polls in Instagram, you can see who voted and you can go and check out their profile. So I checked out the profiles of of these people who said that they hadn't created anything yet because they have too many ideas. 
And the majority of them from their Instagram, and I know in the world of Instagram, nothing is, you know, exactly as we know it. And a lot of people position themselves in certain ways. And maybe that's not exactly the reality. We all know that Instagram, we're definitely, you know, posting our highlights. But when it came to a focus, the majority of these people, I was, I was anticipating going to these profiles and just having it be very random and, and not really knowing what the profile was about. But the majority of these profiles, they had picked some sort of niche and they were focused and they were specifically posting about something specific. And it didn't look like it was random. It looked very strategic. It looked like they knew what they were doing. And a lot of them had, you know, I would say decent sized substantial audiences. So they had picked their niche and they had an audience, but they still felt like they hadn't picked their one thing. They still felt like they had too many ideas. And that's because they picked their one thing probably in response to mostly external, what they thought maybe other people wanted them to create. And they've built an audience because you can build an audience focusing on one thing. That is definitely, I'm not saying that that's picking a niche is like, you know, you shouldn't pick a niche. You definitely should pick a niche. But these people had clearly picked niches based on something that didn't really resonate with them, that they didn't really want to go all in with, but they had, they had built an audience and they still felt like they were stuck. They still felt like they weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing. And the reason is because they hadn't worked through all those other ideas to really gain that full picture on if the niche that they picked is even what they really wanted to do. Because like I said, once you pick your niche, once you build your business around your niche, you're talking about that niche over and over and over and over again for years and years and years. That's your main focus. And yes, you're going to have all these kind of sub areas that you're going to talk about, but that main thing is going to be your thing for years. And if you don't pick the right niche, if you don't pick what really is in alignment with you, it's going to feel forced. You're going to feel unfulfilled. You're going to feel as though, what if I would have picked this other thing? Is this really what I want to do? Because you need to work through those other ideas and get it out of your mind that it's wasting time to not pick a niche and to go down these other paths. Because ultimately, if you do not go down the path of creating these different ideas and you focus on the niche that's not really meant for you, you are going to hit a wall creative and you are going to feel like something is missing and you are going to feel that what if feeling like, why did I go down this direction? Should I have gone down the other direction? You're constantly going to be questioning yourself. And this is why I say there's people out there who are successful. They've built these beautiful businesses. They're making lots of money but they're unhappy because they did not pick the right niche. They picked a niche based on what they thought other people wanted them to do based on what they knew would make them a lot of money. But you need to pick a niche based on what other people want, what other people want to pay for, but that you also want to talk about and that also lights you up. You're not, you know, exited out of this equation. It needs to be both of those things. And if you don't get to that place by first focusing on creating all these different ideas, then you're always going to feel like that creative. You're always going to feel like you haven't picked your, what you're supposed to be doing. You're always going to feel like you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. 
So I truly, truly hope that this helps you and it's helping you think about it in a different way. And maybe you haven't thought about it in this way before because when it comes to starting something online, you feel as though you have to go in one direction. But I'm here to tell you, creative, you don't go in one direction. You start with creating all the random ideas. And so I want to give you your action today. I'm very excited about this. And I really, like I said, if you are someone, I'm assuming if you're listening to this episode, you are someone who is all over the place, who can't figure it out, who feels lost. And if this is you, I really want you to take action on this exercise that I'm going to give to you. So from now until the end of the month, so until February 1st, and I want to preface this, if you listen to this episode at a later date, maybe it's not in January, you can still start this. This is something you can start at any time. But for those of you who are listening to this now in real time, we're in January. You have until February 1st to create 20 pieces of content. You can create one piece of content every day and create 20 pieces of content. And this, these 20 pieces of content, I don't want you to overthink it at all. I don't even want you to overthink how you post it. You don't even have to post one piece every day. You could. You could create one piece of content every day and create 20. Or you could create two a day or, you know, skip a day and do three. I want you to totally throw out the whole concept of consistency, of, you know, posting a specific day, a specific time. All I want you to focus on is creating 20 pieces of content. So to create these 20 pieces of content, I if you have a website, you could create this content on your website as well and then pick one social media platform. So I want you to post this content on your website if you have one. If not, don't worry about that. You can just pick one social media platform and I want it to be whichever social media platform you love. Don't just pick Instagram because everyone's obsessed with Instagram. If you really love Instagram, great. Pick Instagram. If you prefer Facebook, pick Facebook. If you prefer LinkedIn, TikTok. I know you may have heard people talking about TikTok. Pick TikTok. Pick Snapchat. I don't know if people are really even uh, really all in with Snapchat anymore, but you know Pinterest would be a really great one, especially if you're um, a really creative person. And I want you to pick one, whichever one. You're not going to be posting on multiple different platforms. Pick one and start posting content, whatever you want it to be about. If you want to talk about your cat one day, talk about your cat. If you want to talk about, you know, some online business tips, talk about that. If you want to talk about this restaurant you went to, talk about that. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter if the title is SEO optimized or if, you know, this is what other people want you to talk about. Just talk about whatever you want to talk about. And if you have a following, you might, it depends on how you feel about your following. You might want to do this as an experiment. Maybe get your audience to also follow you and say, hey, you know, for the next 20 pieces of content, the next 20 pieces of things that I post, it's going to be random. I'm doing an experiment and I'd love for you to follow along with me and really comment and let me know what you think. If you don't have an audience yet, You could just, you know, post on your personal social media and let your friends and family and people who are following you know if you want to, or you could just start posting it. It's really up to you. You kind of take this experiment the way that you want to do it. If you have an audience that you've built in a specific niche, you might not feel comfortable doing this because you don't want to, you know, throw up, throw over the flow that you've already created and that's fine. So just, you know, decide where you want to post, create this content. And like I said, 
we're not overthinking it. We're not trying to obsess about if they make sense with one another. They probably won't. Just create the content and create it the way that you want to create it. Post it however you want to post it. So the the only rule is that you post this content from now until the end of the month. So until February 1st. And if, like I said, if you come up to this episode and it's in the future, you're just going to post this 20 piece of content within 20 days. So once a day is probably the easiest, but post it however you want to post it. And really be sure that you write out whatever you want to write out with your post, that you really share what you want to share and not to inhibit yourself, not to hold yourself back in any way, because that's, that's really a big part of this whole niche process is that we are as creatives, we're really holding ourselves back. We're really trying to fit ourselves into this tiny little box and we are multi-creative, multi-talented. We need to just stop thinking about it in that way. So post however you want to post, share however you want to post. If you're going to post a photo or a graphic, don't obsess about it being perfect or the lighting being perfect or whatever. We're just posting. And I really want you to take that in creative, that whole process of creating without overthinking the content. I think we've definitely come into this world where we are just really focused on making sure everything is just so picture perfect and we got to stop that because that's inhibiting us. Of course you want to post quality, good quality work and you and you want to be, you know, putting your best self out there, but for this experiment, I really just want you to go through the process and not overthink how perfect or if it looks the way it's supposed to look. Just post. And really get into that feeling of releasing your ideas and your thoughts. And then after you've posted your 20 pieces of content in the next 20 days, then I want you to go back and look at the content you've created and really get honest with yourself about this content. What content did you really enjoy the most? What was the most freeing thing to post what felt like the easiest like it just felt lighter than air and I want you to write that down which one did you really love and think about why did you even post in the first place because when you're going through the process of posting these things I don't want you to overthink should I post this why am I posting this if you want to post it just post it but then after the fact I do want you to look into it a little bit further why did you post that how are you feeling that day what was the kind of the point What was your initial thought? And really get into why maybe you haven't talked about it before. Maybe you posted something and you loved it and it was amazing and you got a great response, but you had never shared about this specific thing before. Really get clear on that. Why haven't you talked about it? And once you go through all of the content you've created and really looked at what did you love? What didn't you love? What did you, what felt forced to you? Because some of this content is going to feel like, you know, you just posted just to post. Why did you decide to post this thing? What about it didn't you enjoy? What about it felt like force or the path of, uh, it didn't feel like the path of least resistance to you. It felt very like you're just posting just to post or you're just posting because you were thinking about what other people were thinking. Really get clear on that. Excuse me. Really get clear on that. And then once you've gotten clear on these things, I want you to start looking at the themes. Because even though you're posting random things, you're still posting things that really do relate to you and connect to you. So I want you to see if there's any themes here. Are there any things that kind of tie together? Are there things that you could combine together? 
Are you seeing your personal brand really shine through here? What are the things, like I would really look at the top three or even the top five things that you felt called to post about the most, that were the easiest, the, the things that you love, that were really fun, you enjoyed, and really start to, to decipher these themes. What are these themes that you're seeing? And really look at these themes. Would any of these themes be something that you feel like you could talk about consistently for a year? And get honest with yourself about that. Which one of these themes could you honestly talk about multiple times a day for an entire year? And you might be you might be seeing what I'm doing here. I am trying to lead you back to what your niche could be, what your one thing could be. But really get honest with yourself. Could any of these things be something you could just consistently talk about? Because ultimately, creative, that is what it's going to take. It's going to take consistency. It is going to be taking that that one thing, that one focus. But like I said, you can't get there until you really get out all these ideas and you take action on all these ideas. So get honest with yourself about that. And if there's a couple different things you feel like, yeah, I could talk about this for a year, then that's great. Focus on that. Write that out. Once you go through this part of the exercise, I then want you to look at the external factor. So the first part of this exercise is all about you, all about posting whatever it is you want to post. But then I want you to look at what was the external response. So this is going to vary depending on, like I said, if you have an audience already and you've posted with your audience, you've decided to do this experiment with your audience, or if you maybe are just posting to family and friends, or maybe, maybe you create an Instagram specifically for this experiment. So you might not have as much engagement depending on if you told people you're doing this or not. And it doesn't matter, regardless of if you told people or not, you're still going to get some sort of response. And I want you to go back, back to that part. And I want you to look external and I want you to see which did get, get the most likes. Did anyone comment on any of your posts? Which post got the most comments? Which one did people feel resonated to the most? Did people like actually leave you more of a kind of detailed response. They just kind of post a bunch of emojis. Did anyone DM you based on any of your posts? Like I really want you to get clear on which post did the best. And then once you do that, I want you to look at the themes, look at the the top themes that you post about that you feel like you could talk about for a year. And I want you to compare them to what your audience resonated with the most. And I want you to really see are there any comparisons here? Are there any themes that you felt like, yes, I could talk about this for a year that directly related back to what people were the most responsive to? And I want you to start to narrow it down there and to start really feeling like, what are the top three things that I could talk about for the next year that people want to hear from me, that I want to share, that I want to talk about, that I feel called to share with the world but that people want to hear from me about. Because like I've said a couple times, that is really the sweet spot. But you cannot get there creative by starting with that niche because you're not going to know what it is in the beginning. You're just not. And this whole concept of starting there, you do not start there. You do not start with your niche. You start with your ideas. I have something really exciting that I want to share with you. I have created a brand new masterclass called Ideas to Income. 
And it's specifically for those of you who are in this situation, who you feel, you feel as though you're just forcing it. You know you want to start something, but you feel like you're forcing it. And you feel, you feel very forced when it comes to picking your one thing. You know that you have lots of gifts to share with the world. You're not really sure where to start. And this is specifically for those of you who don't already have a business. This is for those of you who are brand new. And it's not that if you don't already have a business, you can't do this. But in a sense, you'd kind of be going back to not, I wouldn't say square one, but you'd have to kind of go back outside of what you've already picked and kind of start this process again to get to your niche. So it could definitely help those of you who already have a business and you don't feel like that business is what you're supposed to be doing. But just know that you're going to be kind of coming out of that business and starting not all the way from the beginning, but you're sort of going through the process again. And this this masterclass is really for those of you who want to start something in 2020. You've been wanting to start something for a while. You've been daydreaming about it through, you know, 2019 and even before. And maybe you've played around with different ideas, but you haven't really taken action. This masterclass is for you. And if you are listening to this episode sometime in the future, I still want you to click on this link because I do want to offer this again. This is something that I feel really called to share and I will probably be opening it up again throughout 2020. So if it's, you know, February, March or something in the future when you're listening to this, still click on the link and check it out and most likely you'll be getting on a wait list. But I want you to go to workingwoo.com slash ideas to income and I'll have it linked in the show notes as well and I want you to go ahead and sign up for the masterclass I have a masterclass it's coming out this week I'm really excited about it it's going to be on Thursday January 16th and it's going to be at I'm trying to convert the time because I'm in Hawaii so it's going to be at six o'clock PST so that's four o'clock Hawaii Standard Time, 6 o'clock PST. It's a two-hour difference. So I want you to go ahead and sign up. Get on the wait list. Get on the notification so you can be uh, alerted when the masterclass does go live on Thursday. And I'm going to dive deeper into these concepts and really help you creative. Really help you this year with taking action on your ideas. That's what this podcast is all about. That's what I'm all about at Work and Woo. I want to help you get there because like I said, if you've been listening, I know what it feels like to not know and to be all over the place and to feel like there's something wrong with you because when you're creative and you have all these ideas and you can't really get in into that one thing, you feel like something's wrong with you, but nothing is wrong with you creative. You're just a creative. You're multi-passionate. And it's totally amazing and it's great to have tons of ideas. I just want to help you take all these ideas so that you can bring them into reality so you can start to gain that clarity. So like I said, be sure to sign up for this masterclass if this resonates with you, if you're someone who doesn't have a business yet, who wants to start something. And if you do have a business, but the business is feeling forced, you can definitely sign up. Just know that we are kind of starting from that. You're going to have to kind of get out of your business and sort of start this process of creation again. And so it depends on how you feel and what you really want to do. If you do feel stuck, I would invite you to do it. But just know that it is really geared towards people who haven't started a business yet. 
But, you know, if you're feeling like your business is not what it's supposed to be, then come and check it out. And, and yeah, and let me know what you think. And definitely, regardless of if you take the masterclass or you don't, I definitely, definitely want you to do this experiment with the 20 pieces of content. It is so eye-opening to, and it's so freeing to just create content without overthinking what the content is. So definitely do the experiment regardless of if you come to the masterclass or not. Come and say hello to me at Work and Woo on Instagram. That's mostly where I am. I am going to be doing a post about this. So comment down below. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me. And thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I truly hope this episode is helpful for you and I'm excited to hear from you. So definitely let me know as you're going through the process. You can tag me if you're going to do this experiment. Let me know, tag Work and Woo so I can follow along. I'd love to follow you along through the experiment. And I will chat with you in my next episode. Bye, creative. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please leave a positive review check out workingwoo.com and come get more inspiration on Instagram. I'll chat with you next time. Bye.